Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Santa here? I know him. You all right, mate? Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm good, thank you. I'm doing my radio voice. Yeah, I, I did notice that. It threw Pretty me off good, a little thank bit. You. How are you? Yeah. Uh, people who listened to last <laughs> Wednesday's episode will be very familiar with your radio voice. Yeah, wasn't it? Wasn't it just? Yeah, I liked it when I like it when you go softly spoken. Yeah. Jazz loved it. Really? Yeah. Is she the one who said you had a sexy voice anyway? She didn't say sexy. She said uh, soothing, which means sexy. <laughs> 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 but no, yeah, it was. I mean, it was just me talking for most of it. So yeah. Uh, speaking of things that Jazz loved, actually, we should mention that the first ever proper piece of tracks merch got made last week. Yeah. Um, I should be wearing it now to show it off to you, really, because you, be. you still haven't seen it. But no. um, I'll wear it next time we record. Okay. Um, yeah, a hoodie with our faces on, like yeah, the new right. logo. Isn't it mad? It's really you, weird. You sent me a picture just. Um, was it? Did you just send a random picture? Yeah. Yeah, just on WhatsApp. I said, with the caption, be your own biggest fan. Yeah. Just me in the hoodie. And I was gobsmacked. I was yeah. like, yes! Because <laughs> we talked about it a while ago. I think it was when we had that failed recording session in London, and we just sat in a studio for ages. We need some merch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so it had been on, in my mind for a while, and I thought, I know, I'm going to get Harry one as a christmas present a hoodie with our little logo on mm. um but then i thought uh, i'd never been to the printers i was going to i didn't really know how it was going to look so i thought i'll do like a test one first in my size and then if that works well i'll make you one um got it back and i, I was just like oh my god this looks so sick like there was no way i could keep it a secret for another second longer i just had to send you the picture immediately yeah. um but i will still get you one done Okay, cool. And anyone else out there who is genuinely interested in a bit of merch, we could get some more printed up. Yeah, and we'll, flog get them. Some, we'll get some photos online so people can see them because they're actually yeah. quite cool. It's yeah, your it's, little design. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Like just a little round thing in the middle of the chest on a black hoodie in white. Yeah. And for anyone looking, you know, it could be anyone. Yeah, there's pictures all over the place. Yeah. People, I don't ask everyone what is their thing on their shirt. No, I did. I there was a little bit of me that thought people gonna know that's me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, no then they'll probably just think I'm really famous. Maybe, yeah. Because why else would you have your own face on a t-shirt? <laughs> exactly. They either think you're an absolute dickhead <laughs> or that you're famous. Or both. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> probably that. Yeah, probably that one. Tyler walks around in golf stuff. Yeah, not. it's, it's not, not quite the same. face on it, but it's, it's, it's our logo, so it's the same thing. Yeah. Also, you'll see that our Twitter things have changed. They're the same thing. Yeah. But... And my Instagram one as well. Yeah. And I really like them. Yeah. Every time I look at them, I'm like, I'm an official person. <laughs> yeah. It's like having a blue tick in a way. It's our own blue. We've made our own blue it's ticks because they tick. won't give us one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pink and black. What is it? Pink and blue. Pink and blue, yeah. A navy, navy blue. blue. Yeah. Jinx, pestle, padlock. Ah! Touch wood. <laughs> uh, it's not the best thing to do on a podcast to someone, really. You're going to have to do the rest of this on your own. Look at what's uh, shrunk into place. Oh, yeah. Now that you mention it. The massive t-shirt that I bought. Yeah. Give it three more washes, I wouldn't be able to wear this. But it now kind of fits me. So that's good. We were talking about jumpers and things, so... Yeah. Just thought about my shirt. (laughs) Yeah. Just, again, listeners don't really know what you're talking about. People, (laughs) a few weeks ago... keep listening. A few weeks ago, Harry bought a Brockhampton t-shirt that was way too big. It doesn't look that big today. And way too expensive. No, because it's gone down in the... Have you been washing it really hot? Very hot. Very hot. (laughs) I've washed it like three times. And nice. uh, got some compliments every day. 
Did you? Yeah. From her? People that work. Jazz again. No, it's Ella. Oh, interesting. <laughs> They're rolling in at Ella, the moment. Mike, they love the shirt. Wow. There you go. Yeah. Nice. Cool. <laughs> um, so our Christmassy little subject today is when does Christmas truly begin? Because here we are, 2nd of December, and it's all a little bit confusing, isn't it? Do you, when you're getting served in a shop, say, Merry Christmas afterwards? Yeah. No. No. Do you ever do that? Well, I, when I worked at Sainsbury's, I wouldn't do it then. And I was there until Christmas Eve, I guess. Yeah. I'm just, but you wouldn't do it on Christmas Eve? I just don't like saying Merry Christmas. Oh. I don't like saying anything. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I probably, have said, nod at I probably have said Merry Christmas, but I think I'm too worried that the person's going to be like, shut up! Or something. I don't know. I'm weird. I've got issues. Why would someone <laughs> tell you to shut up? I don't know. Some people are less nice. It's hard. What do you say back to someone who says Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas to you too. I'll probably just say you too. <laughs> it sounds like I just don't want to say Merry Christmas ever. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You too. Uh, Merry. <laughs> but I, like, I mean, I've got my thing like on a bus, whether it's a shop, I say cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Do you ever say something... Thing? That it comes out and you're like, oh, why did I say that? I never say that. Probably Merry Christmas if I've ever said it. <laughs> Sometimes I'll call someone like pal. And I'm like, why did I say pal? <laughs> See, I can't I can't just do those things off the cuff. When I when I in a situation like this, I I think it through. Yeah. By the time I get off my seat to the time I get off the bus or whatever, you're thinking I'm about thinking what you're about say. what I should say. So I'm not the kind of person who goes, cheers, mate. Oh, thanks for this or blah, 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 blah. So when somebody starts, like, a like they start a dialogue and I'm not prepared for it. Yeah. I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> and I often say things that don't make sense. And like they, they say, cheers, mate. And I'll be like, yeah. Yeah. I'm just not very good at people. <laughs> I think you're better than you think you are. Yeah, but, but, um... Hey, back to the thing anyway. When does Christmas start? <laughs> no, I was getting so much trouble. I think, you see, I feel Christmassy kind of as soon as, as soon as it's really cold and dark and it's kind of feels wintry. Like, yeah. I'm a believer in kind of feeling wintry and Christmassy and wintry kind of merge together at times. I agree. But um, I, th- I think I think December kicks off and I'm. I'm in the mood. I'm in the spirit. Yeah, Some people get a up. bit kind of strict about it, don't they? They're like, no trees up yet, no Christmas films, no anything like that, no yeah. mince pies until. I mean, I've been working on Christmas adverts since September. Yeah. So I feel like I'm quite. Um... Does that take the? Because I used to... one yeah. of the things I used to like Christmas in London tends to feel like it starts quite early basically because mm. it's all materialistic so it's like as much shopping time as possible second to third week in November it's all kind of go didn't like Harrods or Selfridges or someone have their Christmas department up in like September probably so that can kind of take the sparkle I think it. especially as you get older you get more cynical yeah but get into December and I'm good to go yeah I'm quite happy to be like like I wore a Christmassy kind of thing the other day it was nice jumper jumper yeah well we're going to come on to those in yeah, later episodes so we go, said go too far <laughs> I don't want to say it <laughs> little spoiler for people there <laughs> um, yeah no I, I feel like yeah especially now I'm feeling Christmassy yeah people are starting to get trees up and lights <laughs> <laughs> we're stunted we've got to move on now 
Because, <laughs> I mean, it's a little challenge for you listeners at home. Like, try and list 24 Christmas subjects to talk about on 24 episodes. It's quite hard. <laughs> it's so restrictive. By the 20th yeah. episode, we're like, oh, I can say all these things. Yeah, because try and talk about one of them without mentioning any of the others. <laughs> That's it's, like a, it's like a game in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so I wore a thing the other night, and uh, I may have gone out to put up my uh, thing. <laughs> oh, should we talk about what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Nice. We're a podcast, yeah, <laughs> and we like listening to other podcasts. And once again, we've had a bit of a vintage year for them, I'd say. There's been some really, really great ones that I've got really into. I don't know about you. Yeah, definitely. Same. Um, so we're going to shout out some. <laughs> we've got the giggles there. <laughs> Christmas has started, we're jolly. Yeah. Um, like a certain someone. <laughs> oh, dear. Shh. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> Dr. Death. <laughs> Jolly Dr. Death. <laughs> oh, sorry, listeners. <laughs> We're on one. Dr. Death, the podcast. Yeah, when did that, that come was good, out? wasn't it? Summer? Um, late summer. Was it during the World Cup? End- <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk about that. composure back I promise yeah right (laughs) it followed (laughs) what was it about it was about a pretty much a horrible doctor who just did horrible things (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to give it all away but basically um, a guy he he qualifies (laughs) as a surgeon and then it slowly becomes clear throughout the series that maybe he's not quite what he appears to be. He's working, he's operating on people. He's got these adverts that say he's like the best spinal surgeon around. Um, and you learn about his history of kind of what he was like at un- uh, college and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. To me, it sounded just like he was a footballer and then was a doctor overnight. Yeah. <laughs> it did I, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's it was kind of a twist on the true crime stuff that yeah. we all get quite into like the while I still am well into murders like yeah. there's a lot of murder podcasts out there yeah it that, followed that formula yeah but with like a slightly different um, subject matter yeah and it was really really cool I highly recommend people go out and listen to it and we're going to list a few other ones while we're here because yeah. um, because why not we like podcasts yeah so have you got another one that you particularly liked? Uh, the new series of Dissect. New series of Dissect, which was on... In the year. <laughs> no, I mean, from what was the subject? Oh. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> 
ocean, of course. Yes. I kind of felt like it was coming. Not in like a, uh, he didn't wow me kind of way. But I, yeah. I thought, th- I think he might have actually put something up uh, last year saying oh, it's going to be between these two. Or like, would anyone like to see a Frank Ocean one? Because yeah. it doesn't mean I'm going to do one. I thought you said I'm going to do one. Yeah. But it was it really cool. Sense. It was um, It was actually in my kind of relationship with Frank Ocean's music, quite an important kind of change tide changer whatever that word is mm. because it did make me appreciate a lot of what can maybe sometimes on face value seem quite simple sort of R&B pop songs and if you don't really spend too much time properly digging into the lyrics it can they can just seem a bit kind of yeah that was cool but then listening to that and someone going right in depth about all the backstory and everything else and all the all the different instrumentation that's really cleverly done and pitch changes on his voice and all that stuff like, I mean, there's the the one thing about this podcast is that you know it's called Dissect for a reason. He yeah. really does go into almost every kind of section of the song, almost to the point where it's like each five seconds he will talk about that. And for some people, it might seem long, but yeah. if you're a music fan who wants to know these things, and you're a Frank Ocean fan or whoever artist, whatever artist he's doing, then this stuff is like exactly what you need yeah I absolutely agree mm. it's brilliant um, I also liked Tara and George which I think I told you about on the podcast before it was this um, radio BBC Radio 4 um, sort of docu-series following the lives of two homeless people living in Spitalfields um, this she's a, a Scottish journalist I can't remember the name of the presenter Um but she's kind of befriended these two for a number of years and decided to start interviewing them at a certain point. And it kind of follows them over a number of months. Yeah, yeah. Um, but also she goes and tracks down the family of these two and tries to sort of piece together the story of why why they ended up homeless and how they ended up on the street. Mm. It was really touching, really moving. And I guess kind of changed, again, kind of changed my perception a little bit because... I mean, especially this time of year, homelessness here in England is such a massive crisis and always kind of tragic to see people on on the street. But at the same time, there's so many in Brighton at the moment that you almost become a little bit immune to it. And I know that's not yeah. like a nice thing to say, but you do. It's kind of... Yeah, you definitely walk past people on the street yeah. and barely look or, yeah. or don't want to look. Yeah, and that... Yeah, it's kind of horrible when you actually stop and think about it. But when you're going about your daily life, it just comes so easily. But this this really kind of humanised people in that situation. Yeah. Um, so I, I recommend that very highly as well. It's not a barrel of laughs like tracks this week. No. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a really good one. Have you got any others? Yes, one that I've actually just only started listening to this week called Bear Brook. Yeah, I've just started it as well. I'm, I'm I think, three episodes in, something like that. Yeah, it's... Kind of what we talked about with the Dirty John thing. It's it's not too dissimilar to something like Serial. Um, it's basically... A, it. The, I really like the setting for it, the opening. It's, uh, you know, they talk about, have you seen an 80s movie? And yeah. this is going to be a bit like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But it, it will change all the time. Yeah, it was cool. So uh, it kind of starts and straight away the imagery is brilliant. Like, it follows these kids... And it's all true, uh, real life stuff. So these kids find a barrel, mm. and they're like, "Oh, it smells like milk." 
like off milk and then you think well they're gonna open it they're gonna find something blah 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 but then they just kind of leave it at that and the kids disappear and then i think either month weeks or months later or longer maybe i think maybe even over a year yeah i think so um somebody finds what actually is in there and it just kind of every episode takes you somewhere else and it keeps spinning and as far as I'm concerned, he says at the beginning that it's about a certain murderer. And I looked them up. Yeah. And I swear he hasn't mentioned anything about the people that he's killed. So it's only going to go different ways. So you always do this. Whenever I start one of these, I, I purposely don't Google the case because I think there's going to be revelations coming. You like a little Google, don't you? You did it with Dr. Death as well. I remember we were a few episodes into that and you were like, telling me what he looks like and stuff. And I thought... Because that was risky business. When, when an episode ends, I'm far too inquisitive. <laughs> like, I need to know what these people look yeah. like where the place is this is what happened with cereal like i was straight away on youtube looking at what, what baltimore looked like yeah i was trying to look get pictures of the park so i could see that yeah. um i'm quite it's very safe to say i've said it before i'm quite an i i like imagery yeah. like i you're a visual person like when it came to maths i could do shapes and stuff loved it when it came to numbers and stuff I had to do in my head i couldn't do it yeah, I think there's certain things that I kind of need visuals for. Um, so, yeah, I do kind of do that. I don't really like spoilers. Um, yeah. And I try to kind of, you know, if I do accidentally see something, I'll take myself away from it and just try and kind of forget it or something. Yeah. So I'm not somebody who will... I've got a friend, oh, we all know, Emily Hogarth, Jesus Christ, well, 10 minutes into a film, she'll just go on Wikipedia and look up the, the whole thing. <laughs> Just it's like she's just got the smallest capacity of like just letting just sinking into something and yeah. letting it tell a story. She's got to know it by the end. She's got to know it in the first ten minutes just Dreadful. so she knows what's happening. So Emily, yeah, so that out. Stupid, stupid, lovely person. <laughs> <laughs> um, and well, just before we go, because we should probably wrap this on up pretty soon. Uh, I'm just going to mention a couple of others. It's obviously been a pretty big year in politics. I think we can all agree with that. No? What, really? No, not much been going on. No. Um, but there's kind of three sort of political, sort of world newsy type podcasts. I'm just going to quickly mention okay. one's called Caliphate, which is a New York Times one, which follows um, Rukmini Kalamachi, who's, uh, she's a journalist who basically goes and tries to um, speak to former members of Islamic State um, and oh. tries to get as close to them as possible. It's <laughs> absolutely terrifying and fascinating yeah uh another one was slow burn which it it's i guess a little bit like kind of um the first series of serial or something like that where it goes really really into one story like one political scandal from the past and it like goes deep 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 and gets in all the details the season this year was about bill clinton and monica Lewinsky. Right. Like his affair and how yeah. that nearly led to him, that led to him being indicted as president, all that stuff, and they kind of drew parallels between his presidency and Donald Trump's. That was really really cool. That's interesting because that whole scandal is yeah. like a very prominent thing in like American culture. Yeah. Whereas I think people here know the names, but they don't really know the story. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really know much. Like I'd, I, there's I kind knew of Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of know that name and vaguely. I mean, we were a little bit young. It was like late 90s. Oh, yeah, so. we would have been too young at the time. But. Yeah. but um, So that was really cool. And there's one that's only just started, but I cannot recommend highly enough, purely because, I mean, it's just so 
unbelievably relevant. It's called Dial M for Mueller, which is... Mueller. Mueller. So, um, it's basically about uh, meddling, Russian meddling, not just in the Donald Trump election, but in Brexit and in kind of all British politics. And it follows Nigel Farage's ties to Russia and... um, all these kind of things. It's Carol Coswallader who's she's written all this um, tons and tons of articles about uh, basically trying to dig into what the hell's going in with these shady, shady people, Steve Bannon, Aaron Banks, all that kind of lot who are basically creating this alt right in Europe and um, running riot. Mm. It's so fascinating, um, and she's basically she's asking for an investigation into what's been going on the same way that the Mueller investigation into Trump in America is going on. Right. It's brilliant. Go and listen to that. It's There are only two episodes in, and that's... It's kind of the opposite to the other two in that this is an ongoing thing and they're doing new episodes as and when they find out more stuff, not like one a week. Um, but subscribe right. and just wait for the next load of stuff because it's mad. Cool. Assange is in it. Everyone's in it. Lovely. It's all crazy. Uh, cool. So we should probably <laughs> end with a song. Yes. And we might as well go out on the theme tune to Dr. Death. Because yes. it's a tune as well, isn't it? Yep, let's do that. It's a very good tune. I bloody love it. Uh, the tune is A Death Don't Have No Mercy by Delaney Davidson and Marlon Williams. Perfect. Nice. Well, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> No mercy in this land. Oh, death, don't have no mercy.